Hey everybody, how's it going? It's Jay Kokorowski. Welcome to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast, your home for free Wisconsin Badgers news, notes, analysis in podcast form, of course. Bucky's Fifth Quarter is a place to go for all your Wisconsin Badgers news, notes, and analysis in written form, and we got a lot coming up uh, in the next few days, hopefully, uh, with just more Q&As for player profiles for the NFL. For the NFL. Uh, we, we got some, obviously, more recruiting news. It's recruiting season. It's B5 recruiting as we refer to it as going on. So thanks for making some time to talk. Sorry it's been a while since we last spoke. A lot of crazy stuff going on, and let's catch up real quick before we get to Ryan Day from Big Cat Country talking about Leon Jacobs and his chances in Jacksonville. So, recruiting-wise, talking about B5 Cruton, quick updates there. But since we last spoke, had two decommitments. Bryson Shaw, 2019 safety, flips to Ohio State. That was the same Saturday as the NFL draft which made it fun for me trying to write and then uh, about the NFL pl- uh, players being drafted to the NFL and then hearing and, and seeing uh, the decommitment there. Nolan Gruel, wide receiver, uh, just a week or so ago, a week or two ago, I think it is, was. Uh, de- yeah, about two weeks ago now, decommitted. North Carolina wide receiver. Now his process is still open, uh, but he did receive an offer from Nebraska about a week or so ago. So uh, we'll see what happens with his commitment. Uh, tons more new offers. Too many to get into on that end, but there was a commitment there from an in-state player. Defensive lineman Keanu Benton from Janesville Craig. Also a really good in-state wrestler. Went to the he was a state runner up at 285 pounds in Division One for WIAA, so uh, that'll be good for the defensive line. We'll see how many more they take and and who else will commit to Wisconsin in the coming months. Uh, also, we want to pub this too, like on our recruiting articles. We're going to start continuing to add the official B5Q official visit tracker. So make sure you guys check that out. Like coming up June 1st. You're going to see guys like Michael Fletcher, the defensive end from Michigan, uh, come up. You'll see, uh, you know, coming up on the 8th, guys like Graham Mertz, Wisconsin commit. Uh, Hayden Rucci will be up here that that weekend of the 8th. Uh, Julius Davis, running back, who's getting tons of, uh, of interest, and he's got the offers from Notre Dame, USC, uh, and uh, LSU, along with Wisconsin and Buffalo. You know, he'll be on the 15th through the 17th. Uh, Spencer Little. Uh, will be for the 18th through the 10th. He told B5Q that uh, he is not a commit. He is an outside linebacker from California. So stuff like that. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, Samar Melvin, another big name, cornerback uh, out of Florida. And, you know, that, you know, we'll have to watch out for him. Uh, when he comes up, he should be up the 15th through the 17th. Uh, so make, because I, Make sure you guys check out the the tracker on our B5 Cruton articles. We'll put that up. I got a B5 Cruton article coming up hopefully tonight, early tomorrow, for everyone to read uh, as well. So uh, other quick hitters before we get to Ryan Day. Softball, women's softball ended their season last weekend. Uh, got to the NCAA tournament again. Uh, congrats to Yvette Healy and her team. And they won the first game. Big comeback, nine to three winners, and then they lost the last two. So uh, we'll, you know, congrats to them though for a great season, and again another NCAA tournament bid for Wisconsin softball. Uh, getting to the NFL, since we 
talked about Bryson Shaw decommitting on NFL Draft Weekend. There were five players selected in the 2018 uh, NFL Draft, and that you know starting off first one Nick Nelson, cornerback, Oakland Raiders. Uh, that should be interesting there. Uh, I think he's got a good chance there in Oakland, uh, future Las Vegas, uh, underneath John Gruden. Uh, Troy Fumagalli, tight end, Denver Broncos in the fifth round. Nick Nelson was fourth round. There are two in the fifth round with Fumagalli and then Natrell Jamerson going to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Jack Sitchie selected in the sixth round to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then another linebacker, Leon Jacobs, number 230 overall in the seventh and then in the seventh round number 230 overall pick to Jacksonville and you know on top of that then you're also going to have you know besides the five that were drafted you had four that signed undrafted free agent deals those included Garrett Dooley to the Minnesota Vikings Alec James and Austin Ramish to the Arizona Cardinals and on top of that uh, which was kind of a surprise one you had Connor Sheehy Green Bay Packers defensive end, uh, also Inca deal there. So he is there in Green Bay participating in our OTAs as we speak. Uh, there are also a couple of tryouts, Lubin Figaro, Cleveland Browns, and then also Joe Ferguson had a tryout with Green Bay. And then you heard from Barry Alvarez, uh, as Zach Halprin reported, uh, also got a tryout with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, from what Barry had said. So, uh, great class. Uh, I know a lot of people are asking about Derek Tindall. We don't know what happened necessarily. Uh, if we hear anything, we'll let you know. Uh, but we thought we had, he'd at least get a tryout. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what comes of it. And we'll see, you know, uh, what the next class for the 2019 draft. There should be a lot more Badgers as well. Uh, but on that note, let me take you guys to... Ryan Day, Big Cat Country, our SB Nation cousins that cover Jacksonville, Saxonville, if you want to call them that. You're going to hear me butcher the the uh, the team name, uh, Jag, Wires, Wars. Yeah, it's bad. So uh, you'll hear me on, now that I am recording. Now, this was taped about a couple weeks ago. Apologies for the, again for the delay there. But Ryan breaks down just what Leon could bring to Jacksonville or what he'll have to face in terms of competition. But it sounds like there's some interesting build up for the Sam linebacker position uh, for Jacksonville with that, that defense that they have, that 4-3 defense. So without further ado, though, let's talk with Ryan Day here on Bucky Smith Podcast. We are talking Leon Jacobs and what he could bring to Jacksonville. With the last Badger drafted, seventh round, 230th pick overall, Leon Jacobs. Everyone knows him here at Wisconsin uh, with that just the chiseled physique Chiseled being said by Owen Reese uh, from our, our site uh, and just his athletic ap- ability will now head to Jacksonville with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we wanted to see exactly what Leon Jacobs could have in store for him down in Saxonville with that AFC, you know, burgeoning powerhouse that came, you know, within a game of going to the Super Bowl. And so we are here with Ryan Day from Big Cat Country. And, you know, you can follow him on Twitter at Ryan Eats Cake, which we all do. And he's followed by Publix for that matter. I love that because living being a former Florida native, I love Publix. I love everything about that that uh, long, very, I don't know how, how many stores there are. But, Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. And I would say being followed by Publix is probably my greatest Twitter acclaim. Um, it's where shopping truly is a pleasure and they make the great, greatest subs on the planet. They do. They do. I, you know, I need to get down there. I've been trying to get my wife 
down there for like just give me an extended weekend right you know just yeah give me give me three days some just the beach and that and i am good like that's all that mm-hmm. i need for just just enjoying that so you know breaking down essentially leon and where what he's gone into i mean where i guess like what did the jaguar what did you think about the pick and in terms of you know what did the jaguar faithful on your side that follow you know big cat country uh, rsb nation cover you know cousins that cover jacksonville what was the initial response to drafting him in, you know, in that late round? Well, I, I think, you know, I speak for a lot of Jaguars fans when I say that I thought we would draft a linebacker um, a little bit earlier. Um, you know, not, not to say that it was one of the biggest needs on the roster. Um, but, you know, Paul Pozlesny, he he did play about, you know, 40, 45% of defensive snaps. You know, Telvin Smith was out a couple of games, and so he, he filled in there. The, the Sam linebacker position is is not one that's on the field a ton, um, but it still is an important uh, position. So so I actually thought, you know, that there were better, you know, greater needs, but I thought as, as high as maybe like the fourth round, uh, we'd go for someone. But, you know, looking at Leon Jacobs, looking at kind of, what he's bringing to the table, kind of, as you were talking about Owen's description of, you know, a chiseled physique um, that obviously catches anyone's eye. Um, the dude looks like a player. Um, and we have a guy in Blair Brown who's also competing for that that uh, Sam spot. Uh, we drafted him last year in the sixth round, I believe. Um, again, another super athletic guy. Um, and so I really think there's not a lot of roster competition that's going to be going into this training camp. Um, but Sam linebacker is definitely going to be one of them. And, and with that too, I mean, how, how is this def- defense stacking up with, you know, like, I mean, you know, from what you're talking about and I mean, you saw how impressive, I mean, I'm looking at the stats real quick, you know, second in, in the league in least amount of yards given up per game, second least in, you know, second best in points allowed with, you know, the second least amount of points there, you know, what, what improvements can, can this defense have and you know do you think jacobs could supply a little bit more once he gets his footing in that in the defense i don't know if it's so much about improvement on last year i think it's about staying consistent and there are a couple of guys who left you know like aaron colvin uh at nickelback um and uh paul Pazlesny, who uh retired he was playing you know kind of a hybrid middle linebacker, Sam linebacker role. And so I, I don't really think it's about saying, okay, we're, we're going to, we're going to improve. I think a lot of the picks that we made were either, okay, we need to fill these sort of uh, complementary roles that aren't, you know, okay. We, we it, for instance, if we'd lost like Jalen Ramsey or AJ Boye, that's, you know, something we need to fill greatly, but uh, a nickel cornerback, a Sam linebacker, but it's not really that great. So it's really about saying, okay, we're going to fill these gaps that we lost or with like a Taven Bryan that, that we drafted in the first round. It's about looking forward to the fact that Calais Campbell is going to be, you know, 32, 33 next off season. So we're going to need to find someone to play that sort of uh, five tech position or three tech position. And so I think the Leon Jacobs pick was saying, okay, we want to put two um, talented athletic guys um we want to have them compete in training camp. We want to see Blair Brown versus Leon Jacobs. And we want to see who's going to push the other um, to be 
better uh, of the two. And and so I think that's what we're going to see. We're going to see Leon Jacobs uh, or Blair Brown get that Sam linebacker uh, starter spot or whatever you'd call it. But the whoever's left out is going to play a lot of special teams. So no matter what, I think Leon Jacobs is going to play quite a bit um, in terms of special teams defense uh, on this team. Yeah, I mean, and you're talking about that Sam linebacker position. Now, that's the four-three base defense that you that the Jaguars mm-hmm. run, correct? And, yeah. I mean, how much? I mean, and I know everything's predicated on. I don't. I don't know if you know the percentage. How much do they stay in the four-three base? And, and you know, how much would it be worth? I mean, now you obviously the advent of just how much the passing game revolves around in the NFL now and, and whatnot. How, how much do they stay in that base? And, uh, and, you know, how much does that Sam linebacker really see? Well, I don't have like the, uh, you know, formation by formation snap count in front of me. I, I mean, I do know Aaron Colvin played like darn near two thirds of the snaps. Like I'm looking at pro football reference, uh, com. Aaron Colvin played 67% of snaps last year. Um, Paul Puzlesny, uh, he ha- he did have to fill in for Telvin during that late stretch where Telvin missed a couple games, um, but he played about forty five percent of snaps, forty six percent of snaps. So, if you're looking for a guy who can come in, who can you know fit a specific role, who who you know it's it's okay. We we have him in uh, on uh, you know running down you know a, a running down here and there. Maybe we have him in on a, a, on a nickel package. Um, he'll probably be playing somewhere around like 45 to like 55% of snaps. And we're here with Ryan day here on Bucky's fifth podcast. A nice little, nice little, like a little partnership we got going on talking, talking some Badgers, talking some Jaguars. Uh, did I pronounce that right? Uh, tell me the correct pronunciation. So I don't <laughs> sound like a fool, which I mean, let me be honest. I'm a dad with three kids. I'm going to sound like a fool sometime down the road, but I'm sure I, I screwed up that. Well, I'm not going to lie. You, you, you sound uh, like uh, Gus Bradley pronouncing uh, Jag Jaguars. I, I, I can't even do it because I'm, I'm not from that part of the country. It's Jaguars. 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 Like you can you say Jag. See, you've got like the 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 soft A Jag. It's Jag. Jaguars. Jag. Jaguars. Okay. Jaguars. Okay. Making sure. Uh, and then you know with just with uh, you know. Now, maybe just really quick, go into another news with, you know, with the team. Brad Nortman released. What led to, you know, obviously Wisconsin fans know Brad uh, for just his punts, almost no, better known for not his punts back in 2010 against Iowa with a fake punt, and then his Academy Award-winning performance in the 2011 Big Ten Championship game against Michigan State. Uh, uh, what what led, I mean, it's going to be, what, six, seven years that he's been in the league. What led to his release? Well, number one, his his cap hit on the season was more than two point three million. Uh, number two, last year we finished twenty third in the league in net punting average. So we had like forty one yards uh, net uh, every punt. Part of that's on the coverage, and Tom Coughlin's going to shore that up. Tom Coughlin's always looking for special teams guys to fill specific roles, but some of that was on Nortman. Like Nortman had some bad kicks, he had some bad reads, like. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say it's it's all on Brad Nortman, but for a punter, um, you need to do a few things really, really well. And if you can't do one or two of those things really well, you're not going to last very long on a team that is, I mean, legitimately contending for the AFC title. 
Like, I, I, I think the Jaguars are on the short list, along with the Patriots, um, of teams that are in that conversation of who's going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl next year. Interesting. I mean, with, when it comes to, I mean, now, you know, other former players that have played for Jacksonville, right? Like Don Davey, uh, former <laughs> Wisconsin standout, also was drafted, if I'm not, not mistaken, in the franchise draft, which I remember watching as a kid, by the way. Uh, Brady Ewing, uh, former fullback who, I mean, obviously didn't get a chance to really play during the day uh, on that note. We're finishing up here on Bucky's fifth podcast, Big Cat Country, our SB Nation co- cousins that cover uh, the Jacksonville football organization. We're here with Ryan Day. And just my last question for you. I mean, we, you know, we've talked about the speed with Leon Jacobs, 4.48 second 40-yard dash, just 26 reps on the bench press at 225 pounds. Uh, you know, obviously, I, you know, I think I've told you guys, and it's on your website, bigcatcountry.com, about a scouting report about Leon's, to, maybe he's, he's fat. I think he's faster ladder, uh, ver, you know, up and down, downhill rather than, laterally uh, you saw that when the three cone you know times in the in the 20 yard shuttle but you know where do you you know i know you mentioned you know the competition and you know there's a good chance for him to make the roster do you feel this is way too early and obviously we're not even talking about injuries or performance or other circumstances do you feel that he's got a good shot good shot to make the roster and if it you were to make some sort of bold prediction now do you feel that leon would be able to make you know would be on that roster come september when the season opens up i mean i think leon has a great great chance at making the roster tom coughlin the way he drafts um the way he did when he was in jacksonville in the 90s and early 2000s the way he did with the giants and his first two two years here he uses the later rounds to find special teams guys and so if Leon Jacobs is going to make this roster, um, he's going to have to prove um, that he can do well on special teams. It's not enough for him. You know, he's not a high round guy that is coming in and has, you know, a starter spot held for him um, like a, like a DJ Chark or something from out of LSU that we picked in the second round. Like he's going to have to prove that he can do well on special teams. If he can do that, then I think the coaching staff is going to give him some leeway and some time and some grace to say, okay, we can we can build him into a starting Sam linebacker uh, in the NFL. We can build him into someone who's going to compete with a Blair Brown um, and, and really, you know, make an impact uh, at that position. But I think first and foremost, it's going to be, is Leon Jacobs uh, a fit for this special teams unit? I think he is because, like you said, he's got incredible speed. He's a strong dude. He's got a lot of size. He's athletic. Like, why wouldn't he be in on every special teams play that he could be? But that's where he's going to have to prove himself first and foremost. Brian, as always, my friend, thank you so much for joining the show. And uh, we'd love to have you back on talking more down the road. And thank you again. Thank you, man. I enjoyed it. We're going to wrap up the show here, folks. We're we're going to try to get more in next week with more recruiting news, more uh, hopefully some NFL talk with uh, talking to some team sites about Wisconsin Badgers chances on their respective clubs. But for now, make sure you guys subscribe on iTunes, on Google Play, on t- listen on, in on TuneIn. Follow us at B5Q uh, on Twitter, 
Like us on Facebook on Bucky's Fifth Quarter. Check out our Instagram post. We're going to have some more going on there. Uh, lots of good talk in there. Uh, and uh, we'll make sure uh, we pub the link, too, on Instagram. But make sure you guys check it out, too. Lots of fun photos. We're having some fun. Uh, on that note, guys, this is Jay Kokorowski. Tune in next week. Like I said, we'll have another one going up there. Uh, I promise I won't get lazy this time around. You guys have a great rest of the week. Enjoy the weather. Be safe. It's Memorial Day weekend. We'll catch you guys next time here on Bucky's Fifth Podcast. I'll be cooking. I'll be cooking in just give me two minutes, okay? okay. <laughs> All right. You need, uh, you need to put that at like the front or the end. <laughs>